0: Everybody, this is Just Sold with Brent Macintosh of the Macintosh Group at Remax River City. I'm Brent Griffiths. He is what? A I'm Brent Macintosh. He's Hello. Brent Macintosh. How does that happen on your own podcast? Uh, go figure. How Who are you would doing a guest? How are you doing today? I'm sad. How about you? Uh, you are sad because of a hockey series being over. Yeah, you sad you in general. Uh, for
1: those uh, for those listening, it is uh, now Tuesday, June seventh, and last night the Oilers got knocked out of the Stanley Cup run.
0: Well, you know what? I've got shocking news for you. They can try it all over again next April and May. No way! Yes, Well,
1: fantastic. Make a note
0: of that. You, you know, this may come as a complete shock to you, but that's actually a little bit of uh, it's a little bit of breaking news today. To bring <laughs> they, they something should... like that up. They should almost do the playoffs every year. <laughs> they should. <laughs> we shouldn't just throw it out there like that, too. We should actually package it up as breaking news.
1: <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, the Oilers may be in the playoffs again next year.
0: Yeah, they just might. And you might just cheer and have some fun, too. Okay, it well, was cheer quite up. a
1: ride. As, yeah. as an Edmontonian, it has been a blast seeing how the city has come together and it's been a lot of fun. And I think the others probably got a little farther than most people even expected. Yep. And, and what an atmosphere it's been in here in town. And, and it hasn't, it felt great to be it, like, we have we haven't had this for such a long time, Bryn here in Edmonton. It, it's been wonderful. This is a weird
0: thing at home. I'd started losing track of the days about two series ago. <laughs> yes. And uh, my better half said, what day is it today? And I would immediately respond by saying game
1: day. Or I, same day. in this household. Same, game same game in my household. Exact day. same thing. And and, and would, what, do we have plans tonight? Uh, well, the game, the Oilers are on. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yes. So yes, we do have plans.
0: Eight thirty start. I oh, never mind. Don't get me started on the start time. So uh, anyway, yes. if you want to get going? Let's talk about the month of May in the Metro Edmonton market when it comes to real estate. That kind of stuff.
1: What's the my perception? Is it slowed a little bit? Yeah. And, and you know what, I would tell you the same. And, and, uh, you know, most of my colleagues would tell you the same that boy, it felt like everything had just slowed right down. And, and that's because we, we're not seeing the multiple offers that we were seeing and we're not seeing uh, houses sell in two or three days, but by the numbers, it really hasn't slowed in comparison to previous years. The slowdown is compared to March when things were absolutely crazy so if if anybody has listened to these podcasts in the in the past few months they know how crazy our february and march were in the edmonton area where prices literally rose in february by 40,000 and then another 8 or 9,000 in march and then we've seen a, a, a slowdown compared to those months. And so that's what I always like to do is compare. And, and honestly, for us, it seems like we're not as busy. We're not as as, as jumping in. It hasn't been as stressful um, as, as real estate agents in this marketplace. But by the numbers, it isn't really all that much slower. So as I like to do, we'll we'll compare the numbers um, compared to the same month last year. So for single family homes in the Edmonton greater area, area, there was actually 1,736 sales. And although there were quite a few more in March, there was um, 1,920. So almost 200 sales less in, in, in May. It was almost the exact same number last May. May of 2021 was 1798. So so not too bad. And if I compare it to regular years like two thousand and eighteen and twenty nineteen, years prior to COVID, we had twelve hundred and forty-three and twelve twelve. So when you say we had five hundred more sales in May than we did in 2018 and 2019. So pretty good. It just felt slower. What we're not seeing, like I said a a few seconds ago, we're not seeing multiple offers, Bryn. We're not seeing five, six, 10 offers on a property. Typically, it's the first one who writes that will get it negotiated and and we're not seeing houses sell for over list.
0: Okay. Uh, Is that worried a little bit
1: or no? You know what? We've been stressed and, and the stress that our team is now carrying is that we're carrying a lot more inventory. So sales are doing fine and and pretty good compared to last year. But inventory is what we're seeing. We're now starting to see inventory pile up a little bit. So there was 2,731 listings of single family homes in the Edmonton area um, compared to 2,331 last year. So 400 more listings this year than last year. And, um, you know, that number is usually more uh, 2,200, 2,000. So we're seeing quite a bit more inventory. We've had 10,329 listings this year. So quite a few more listings. There's been more sales, but there's also been more listings. And and that's a good 1,000, 1,500 more than what would normally have occurred by the same time last year. Uh, or, or any year. And so last year we had 9,500 listings. So we, we have about uh, 80, we have about 8,000, 8,200 more listings this year uh, than previous years. And when we look at the condo market, it's the same thing. Um, although it's not a gigantic difference. By the same time last year, we had 5,670 listings. This year we have 5,756. So it's not a huge number. It's only about 85 more listings by the same time. Um, But we had 1378 new listings in May compared to 1296 of last year. The condo sales is really surprising. We actually had more condo sell, which I wouldn't have guessed, by the way, because it didn't feel like this. Okay. Um, But but we had 720 condo sell in the city compared to 560 the year before. So that is a staggering amount. And we've actually had 3,189 condos sell compared to 2,296 last year. So we've actually had 900 more condos sell this year with barely more listed. So- you would think that condo prices would be going up. We've had more sales, barely a little, uh, just a few more, more listings. But the irony is, is that condo prices keep dropping and, and you're going to ask me why. So ask me,
0: you know, this is part of the journalism thing for me. I (laughs) I listen to something that you say, and then I have to come back with something that's uh, intelligent. And the first question that I would ask is, so what's up with that?
1: So (laughs) what is up with that? Like any idea? I, no, I don't. I, I don't have a clue. In theory, the laws of supply and demand. Yeah. Would say that if there's um, more demand and less supply than previous years, that the prices should go up. But it's doing the exact opposite, and and hmm. so prices are falling. The only thing that I can guess is literally that with the rise of condo fees and the frustration of sellers in the past few years right saying just get rid of this property let's what's the bargain price that we can put this at to get rid of it that's what I'm thinking we're seeing is that frustrated sellers that are just saying, hey, let's get, let's sell this property. What's the number that it's going to take? So uh, the median sales price for condos is now 220000 um, and it was two hundred and twenty-five. And in fact, if we go all the way back a year ago, last May, it was 226750 Okay. So the condo prices are actually less than they were a year ago. Um, single family prices have fallen since March and April. Okay but they're actually higher than a year ago. So the median sales price for single family homes in Edmonton, so an average house in Edmonton, is, is now selling for 455. If you recall that number peaked in March of this year at $468,075. So 468,000, it then fell in April to 466 and it's now fallen to 455. But compare that number to a year ago when it was 425. So it's actually $30,000 more for an average ho- single family house in the Edmonton area. It's just less than it was in March. I
0: think we do have to mention that we have seen some hikes in the interest rate since back
1: a year ago this time. But is, is that yeah. playing into this at all? I it, it, and, and good memory. And yes, I think that that is what, you know what? So many people got into the market in February and March when they could get those low interest rates. Um, and we've seen two interest rate hikes yes. since March. So, yes. so half a point each. So we're up 1%. In the grand scheme of life, when interest rates were as low as they've been for the past few years, 1% is not a gigantic difference. But I think that that's why you're seeing um, a little bit of of lowering of the prices for both single family and condominiums because it's going to cost you more to to own that house over the next 25 years.
0: The other thing, though, is that it isn't just a 1% hike. It's the fact we've seen two hikes in a short span of time that makes people start to wonder whether or not there will be four hikes inside of a year. You know, you start to think, "Oh, is this a trend?" And we're seeing more stories about inflation. Gas prices right. are going up. I was just in BC. I was paying over two dollars a liter for regular oh, gas. And uh, yeah. when, I, when when I travel, I put the mid grade stuff in. I don't go with the the real cheap stuff. But uh, but it just all it does is it reminds you that things are getting a little expensive. And then, of course, people go out and get groceries. So I'm just wondering whether or not this is all being kind of pulled together and this is what's making people view things a little differently.
1: You, you know, we're lucky in Alberta that it, we've had such a high standard of living for a long time in this province compared to other provinces with, you know, a higher than average income for most Albertans and and affordable housing and no, no, no provincial sales tax. But yes, the government is now trying to combat a lot more uh, then then obviously mortgage interest rates, that's not something that's on their that uh, necessarily at the top of their list yeah. when, when you've got prices of milk going up prices of gasoline going up and and, you know, markets like Vancouver and Toronto, where the single family uh, house price is, is near 1.2 million. Uh, there's there's especially in the Toronto market, it looks like it's going to start dropping quickly there and that you could see a hundred thousand drop per month in the next couple of months for that single family house median sales price.
0: What else is happening? Anything else catching your eye here in this past month?
1: Yeah. So interesting. We, we, we talk about acreages occasionally. Yes. And we're, we're seeing a lot less acreage sales. And remember when we first started talking about acreages, it was COVID was, was pushing people out of the city. They, they, yeah. People wanted space. They wanted to, to have larger homes and more yards. And it, you know, we, we were seeing less people living in downtown and, and the core area and people heading to the burbs or the outskirts of the city and, and to acreages. And, and so that trend has now stopped and it looks like we're seeing a lot more people head back into or or stay in the cities as acreage sales have definitely slowed and the sale of acreages there's actually been less listings this year Hmm. so the last few years we've seen over a thousand listings for acreages by this time and now we're sitting at 951 um, that have hit the market so far this year Um, and, and when we when we check the may stats it's actually quite a bit of bigger difference Last May, 660 new listings hit the market. This May, only 549. So 111 difference in, in the same time last year. Um, sales, we've seen a lot less sales of acreages. Like I said, I think that trend is over. And so if you were looking for maximum dollars for acreages, uh, that ship has sailed as the median sales price is, is dropping on that as well.
0: We talking often about the pandemic effect. And the, I remember when we were going through the pandemic, people said, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to, can we talk about something else? But right. now we're starting to see the effect that the pandemic has had on a lot of things. We talk real estate here, but I'm kind of curious to know how this has affected financial services, banks and that kind of thing. Uh, and also the, uh, the, the legal services, because it just seems that, You could get some legal work done or you could get some bank financing done in maybe a couple of weeks and now it seems to be taking four or six weeks or whatever it just it seems like we've slowed down when it comes to things like that that affect real estate
1: a hundred percent and even you know i was asking a couple of agents how they were getting financing in their provinces british columbia and ontario and and they were saying that it was uh usually the bank of mom and dad we're either loaning and or co-signing on most of their mortgage applications to get people through to get them qualified. Uh, we're still having a huge difficulty here getting our buyers, even for properties that are half the price of, of what we see in other provinces, uh, and we're still seeing about one in four transactions or of listings come back to market where the buyer did not get the financing that they thought that they could get. So, so it is affecting that, um, the hoops that the banks are making people jump through are are quite a bit harder than than a lot of people would expect.
0: I don't even know where to begin with that, but the, the, there's obviously other ways now to bank. It just isn't the traditional way. Are you finding new ways to kind of get around that or do you just have to play it out?
1: Well, I, you know what, for, for us specifically, we're making sure that our buyers are qualified uh, before we show them one house, like it, you have to make sure that we've got a letter from your mortgage specialist and that they've, you've gone through the entire pre-approval process. And, and um, that's that's an interesting word because there, there is no such thing. Uh, we'll, we'll use things like the words like pre-approval, but you're not really approved until the bank puts everything together. So meaning even if you're qualified to buy a house all the way up to $500,000, the house still has to qualify too. So, so every now and then you'll see where the bank will do an appraisal and they're not prepared to loan on the purchase price. And and we had one last month where it was a multiple offer situation and the house sold for more than list price and the appraisal came in lower than that. And uh, the bank wouldn't finance on the purchase price.
0: So to kind of sum things up as we do our monthly review, uh, sounds like you're upbeat, but you're seeing, you're seeing different, uh, I, I, you sum it up better than me. <laughs>
1: Well, if you're a seller and yeah. you're thinking about selling, um, you're not going to have a lineup of multiple offers like okay. we were seeing in February or March. You're not even going to have a lineup of showings, in fact, um, as, as we've seen a huge slowdown in showings. Now, I'm hoping, Bryn, as we talked about at the start, that I was sad because the Oilers are out. Perhaps some of the slowdown was people watching Oilers games and maybe not out there looking at houses. And, and, and perhaps they'll start looking at houses again and and, and ramp up with that. Um, by the way, by the way, that's a great point because I talked to a few people that I know in the in the retail
0: business who said that they actually they said people are uh, avoiding us during game times. And, sure. And uh, so so I get that. You're gonna go yeah at an open house when you can watch the game. No, I can probably rebook it for another time.
1: Yes, and so so now pricing, if you're a seller is super important. Right. If, if we priced a property a little too high in February or March, all we had to do is wait an extra week or two. And it would probably grow into that price because there wasn't very many homes for sale in each of the price ranges. Now there's lots of homes for sale. And so pricing is super important. And if you price too high, you literally, not only are you not going to get an offer, you probably won't even get showings. You'll be eliminated online. They're not even going to look at you. And, and so that's going to be super important for, for the sellers. For the buyers, well, the good news is, is you probably aren't going to have to compete with three, four, five, six other offers. Is that um, if you find a property and you like it, you put pen to paper and that should scare away a lot of the other buyers. And, and so we're now seeing houses sell for 97, 98% of list price like it did in the previous years. Is there anything we're missing before we wrap this baby up? No. If you are a buyer, this is a great time to look. And in fact, we're now going to start seeing house prices um, go down. And, and so, you, it's the best of both worlds for buyers is that there's lots of inventory. So, you've got many homes to, to look through, not just a few like we had earlier in the year. And that prices are typically going to go down a little bit in the next couple months. If you're a seller, it's not too late. You're not going to get maybe as much money as you would have gotten in March, but... Um, there still is lots of buyers in the market as May and June and July are are typically good months. If you're thinking about selling, then you, again, you should call us immediately 780-464-0075 because our market will probably be extremely slow in the fall. Come September, October, I would suggest most of our buyers are going to be done buying this year.
0: Gotcha. Anything else? That's it. Sounds like we pretty much wrapped it up. You
1: can find us online at macintoshgroup.ca or again, the old fashioned way on the telephone at 780-464-0075. We'd be happy to talk real estate with you.
0: Excellent. Thanks for your time today. And thanks for tuning in. I'm Brent Griffiths. He's Brent Macintosh, And we'll talk to you next time.